Hello there. Welcome to our very first episode here on Sisters in Solidarity with me, Ruth Ajaroto. On this podcast, we talk about everything women, feminism, and femininity. Today on our very first episode, we will be talking about patriarchy. What is it? How does it affect us as women? Is it good? Is it bad? In what instances do we come across it in our everyday lives? On the show here with me today, I have two lovely ladies who will be helping me navigate this conversation. Kiana Smith and Shimon Stewart. Kiana is the lead HR for Windcave here in the UK and Europe. She is also a mother and a skincare enthusiast. She is currently working at creating a skincare brand that is friendly to pregnant women and nursing mothers. Hello, Kiana. Hi, thank you. Thank you so much for the introduction. Thanks for coming. Shimon works as a software developer for a tech company here in London and also has a podcast that talks about women, friendships and sisterhood. Hello, Shimon. Hello, thanks for having us. It's good to have you here. So today our conversation is about patriarchy. Before we begin, I would like to hear your thoughts on what you think patriarchy is in our present day. Starting with Kiana. Okay, um, I think patriarchy is real. I think it exists, of course. Um, I think it's been improved over the years, though, in terms of maybe how um, society views women. Women are now more independent, um, able to make our own decisions. We run our own households. Um, We work. We own businesses. So I feel like the idea of patriarchy has evolved um but yeah it does still exist okay shimon yes patriarchy to me is a social system in which men hold primary power and dominate various aspects of society such Mm. as the family structure education politics etc okay but it's straight to the point so when you say patriarchy, it's quite huge and it's been established that there are six dimensions to the whole thing. There is there is a household, there is work, there is a state, there is violence, there is sexuality and culture or the cultural sphere. And today we will be focusing on two main aspects. We're focusing on the household and work. And the conversations will come across as intertwined, but that's because they kind of go hand in hand. I mean, you can't have household, you can't take the woman and differentiate their work from their household work or something so if it comes across as we are repeating ourselves or whatever we're saying it's intertwined they are two different topics but so let's start with the household but before we get into the household there's this thing where people say patriarchy is embedded in nature some say it's a social construct do you think patriarchy is deep-rooted in nature or is it constructed by society I think it's a mixture of both, personally. Mm. Um, I think it's somewhat um, maybe the natural way of things, you can say. Um, and I think that it's also been, I think that natural element has been perhaps taken advantage of mm. in society, in our in our world, and exaggerated by men to control and govern women. Okay. Yeah. Um, I agree with Kiana, mm. but I must say that the concept of patriarchy is that it's a social structure mm. and in no way that it inherits by nature to me. Um, so the system has been um, purposely created um, over many, many years and I think that it evolved from like culture. So, so yeah. Okay, but then, you know, 
like in the old days where men had to go hunt for food and the women had to be home and take care of the family or something they say it's because men are built a certain way they have this big arms and they have this broad chest women are kind of you know we are not as big as they are so they are saying that superiority has been assigned to them in by nature they were made that way they were born that way they didn't it's not just society is not just saying because they are men that's why they have to rule but inherently they've been given some capabilities or things that we don't have as women so they are designed to rule you guys don't agree with that i agree with that but however who sent them out to go and fetch the food <laughs> <laughs> the women did because they had to the women had to feed everybody you know Hmm. So yeah, they're built for that purpose because we we are not built for that purpose. We don't have the right stamina to hunt and etc. So nature, by patriarchy has been embedded in nature. I would say a little bit, but I wouldn't say hundred percent. Hmm. Yeah, because patriarchy is is it's like the women are sending them out to to go and hunt. So who's in charge at that stage? The woman. I don't think the woman. I don't think the woman sends them out to go hunt. You don't think so? No. So how would they feed the family? As women that cooks and everything, what do you think? Yeah, I think they they saw the need that women, their family has to eat. So they just said, okay, I'll go find the deer. You stay home and take care of the kids. I'll be back. You have the point. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, I just think that um, both both genders lead in their own ways. Mm. Um, I think that there's strengths and weaknesses on both sides. So yeah. men have their strengths and their weaknesses and so do women. And I think that, like I said in the beginning, I feel like um, although men, I think men, I would say, are more social um, beings in mm. terms of, um, you can say maybe this is a social construct, but like that, the whole idea that men are the breadwinners, for example, that in itself makes men have to go outside okay if that makes sense so men having to go outside and make a living bring home money bring home like in the olden days bring home food mm, yeah um and women are more behind closed doors they're more inside they're leading that side of things mm. and men lead the outside world of things but i think what's happened is um, as women want to be more outside, <laughs> women want to be more outside. Women want to actually have impact in work, in politics, in how things are run outside of the household. Mm-hmm. That's where kind of gets. That's when, in you know, history will tell you it's been um, quite an interesting journey for the idea of patriarchy. Um, but yeah, I think I think we 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 both lead in different ways. Okay. Yeah. All right, so moving away from that, let's come to the household. Do you think women work as tools for patriarchy? Do you think we... We say patriarchy is the rule of men, and most times it's kind of like imposed on us as women, but do you think we are the ones who are like leading patriarchy in a sense? I think we have impact on it. We have impact on it? Yeah. How? Because I think that if we keep letting men know, like, you can do everything better, mm. that makes them, that makes us, that makes them see us as second class. Because it's like, I'm not going to consider you to make the decisions because I make the better decisions. Okay. So I think that if we stay in the mindset that, yeah, it's true, I can't make better decisions than him. Mm-hmm 
then we are aiding the process of patriarchy. Okay. Shimon? The question is, at one point, did it become that way? That's that's the question I always ask myself. Mm. When did it become that women um, can't make good decisions? When did it become the fact that women can't work? So I think that's where we had the feminists coming now, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to tear down the place. So, um, yeah. I don't think it's ever been the case where maybe someone woke up one day on December 15... 1990 or something mm. and said women can't make decision mm. i think it's just been there and everybody just woke up you were born into it then just agree yeah that's how my parents raised me so mm. kind of and when it comes to the issue of how your parents raised you it's women who do the raising so do we agree that it's we as women who continue to like perpetuate this ideologies you raise your daughter let's say you buy your daughter a doll and you buy your son a car or something you tell your son hey you have to break this parts and like mold it together so they grow up becoming engineers or something but then you train your daughter you have to take care of your doll or something so they grow up becoming like mothers they were raised as mothers big sisters and all that so in a way you think it's we women who like bring these things about yeah we do play a part a little bit yeah. i think both do men yeah. and women but um you know moms and dads have that role you know dads mm. will be like don't cry and Go and play outside with the ball mm. and tell it to stay home. Go and go and read a book. Go and play with toys in a room. Yeah, that's that's I guess men and women, both mothers and fathers, kind of re kind of thing in the whole situation. Mm. I think it's not really like a negative thing too much. I think that, like I said, I I really do think that it's just that two people, two people have two different roles that they lead on, mm. and I think that it's just sometimes taken taken out of content taken advantage of okay um yeah shimon you're a mother do you think how you're raising your son do you think you are kind of a sweet and patriarchy what kind of doors do you buy him what kind of what kind of how do you raise him do you expose him to everything or do you try to tell him this is for boys this is for girls for me i explain to everything okay um I remember we went into the shop and he saw a doll and he wanted a doll. Mm. I questioned him, why do you want a doll? And also I saw that when he had um, his first, um, what's that, sports day? Mm. They had to put on a tutu skirt and a, and a wig. No way. And <laughs> a group of his friends in his class sat down. They didn't want to participate in that activity. But okay. he did it. He did it. I took a picture, sent to his dad. His dad was laughing. You know, he didn't say anything bad. But mm. I think that... I think it's important to expose him for the, to the difference. Mm. It's okay for him to put on the. <laughs> it's okay during that um, that scenario, that event. Yeah. It's okay, but for him to leave the house in a skirt and a dress, it, I am going to question him. And why would you question him? Let's not go into that. But why would you question <laughs> him if he decides to? Uh, okay, for now he's a kid, but let's yeah. say he's eighteen and decides yeah. to dress up like that. Why would you question? Only him? because how I grew up, I am Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> So it is. It, it stems from <laughs> it stems from my background and how okay. I okay. and okay. how not this and not that. <laughs> so yeah, it, it comes from how I was born into it, and mm. I think that I'm also leading him the same path. Okay. 
So it's like handed down from one generation to the other. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's like really interesting that we touched on like sexuality a little bit there mm. because I think that's also where this conversation almost naturally goes mm. because when we say, okay, patriarchy, does it exist? Are the men, you know, do men run things or is it women? And we start to actually play with gender roles, obviously. Mm. And then you start to discuss femininity and mm. masculinity. Mm. Um, and yeah, so the lines get blurred. Yeah. But if you were to ask me the same question mm. um, about raising a son, mm-hmm. I would say, funny enough, right, I really let my son watch and do anything Mm. but what i can say is like he naturally likes the boy stuff he naturally likes paw patrol Mm. and naturally likes spider-man i never told him look you have to watch this (laughs) or you do not watch princess stuff he naturally doesn't like it okay and i think that that's also that also exists as well like letting what is the natural course that they like you Mm. know um and there was also a tiktok video about this where there was um you know the whole what they're doing now with lots of kids like you know letting them choose what gender they want to be and stuff so how it began was uh there was a um there was a scientist guy Mm. and he he basically um there was twins and one weren't was born with um I think he was born with two genitals or something like okay. that. And then they they cut off the male one and they told him to raise him like a boy, raise him like a girl, mm. change his name and everything. And as he grew up, they were twins. So one grew up as a, as the boy, as he was supposed to, and one grew up as the girl. Mm. And as he grew up, he didn't like girly stuff he just didn't mm. um and then he just felt something was wrong and as he got older he actually committed suicide oh and and Sad. and so did the other twin as well mm-hmm. and um so and that's just the full story a little bit but mm. what I, I say that to say that there is sometimes a natural course of things mm. do you know what i mean mm. and i think that just as the idea the over exaggerated idea of patriarchy exists mm. i think so does like the so does eradicating the fact that it's a little bit natural as well mm. do you know what i mean yeah so yeah so coming back to your role as mothers and family women do you feel cheated in any way at all do you feel cheated as a mother yes tell me how um i i think i'm a bit biased because i'm a single mom though mm. so like i think if i was um if i was with the father of my child uh, maybe it might yeah. be different, especially if you have a supportive partner. Because yeah. then you won't feel like you're not you're doing everything. You'll feel like the role is is split. You know, you pick him up, I pick him up. You play with him on a weekend, I play with him on a weekend. Like you cook sometimes, I cook sometimes. We both clean. You know what I mean? So like, I think it's a bit biased of me to to have an honest answer because I actually do everything so from that perspective I feel like from the natural perspective though that a man even if he's with the the child's mother or not expects the mother to take full control of parenthood naturally like automatically Mm. I think it's it makes me feel cheated um like you know when my son and my son's father and i split it's like it was just it wasn't even a conversation like who takes this sole responsibility like it was just oh you gave both it was your child like (laughs) you you keep him (laughs) you know like it wasn't even a conversation 
I just had to I, I just had to continue being a mother mm. um, so for that perspective as a single parent I feel cheated um, mm. but yeah I can't comment on if I was in like a marriage or with the child's father I don't really know I haven't experienced that okay we'll get back to that in a minute yeah. Shman how do you feel? Uh, 100% cheated <laughs> um, exactly same as Kiana um, even with a partner I feel that, that she's stated that we still have the sole responsibility of the child but mm. I also tell myself we have also we also have a choice and I feel like we are so hard on ourselves like we just think because we gave birth to the child this child must be pinned to us mm. for eternity yeah. but we carry this child for this man so it's his child that's how I look at it mm-hmm. I look at it as uh, you chose me to carry your child and that's what I'm made for that's what God has given me the privilege to do so mm. to create life to be the portal of life you chose me you gave me your seed it's your child <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I think that with us we do have a choice but we tend to stick within that mindset where we gave birth it's my child he stays with me mm. it's hard that way and it's also hard when you live with a person because they expect you to do everything as well as cook house clean etc yeah. that's why a lot of women nowadays they are not happy at home mm. you know a lot of them take on drinking a lot of them take on like aggressiveness etc towards their child and towards the their partner mm. so we are treated both ways single mother or with married mm. yeah but then there is a study conducted by oxfam and they said the amount of unpaid care work women do whether married or unmarried women girls the amount of unpaid care work they do is equivalent to 10.8 trillion dollars a year that is a lot of money yeah and nobody pays them for that. They just do it out of love. Oh, it's my family. Oh, it's my son. It's my daughter. I just have to do it. There's nobody to do it. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's fair? If this amount of money, nobody's... Of course, they, they, we are living in a capital economy, mm-hmm. capitalist economy. We need money. We have to work to be paid to be able to survive in the economy. Mm-hmm. But if we are doing this much work and nobody is handing us this, this amount of money, do you think it's fair to us as women? Um, I need to, I need more context of those statistics though. Okay, so let's like, say does it let me break it down for you. As being a mother, like washing the dishes and cooking for your family, is that should you be paid for that? Is that what that statistic is? It's about? work, isn't it? Uh, that's relative though. Is it? Yeah. How relative do you think it is? Because I wake up in the morning. Yeah, that's like saying if I have to I have to wash my clothes. Not your clothes though. No, but that's like as far as I'm concerned. Like, yeah cooking for my child to eat is my duty is like i just have to like i have to eat my child has to eat that's not something i'm thinking of being paid for okay it's not just your child though is it it's you you have this child as someone mm. so why don't you think it's also fair if the man cooks for the child to eat so you can have this time let's say you spend three hours cooking you can have that time to do something else yeah but that'll bring you money i mean i mean if we're talking about the men then we're talking about cooking for a man or help like doing things that help him then yeah i guess i agree i agree with that um but i think if we're just talking about you're cooking a dinner for your family hmm. i think that that's like nice Is i don't it? know yeah well let me get your thoughts on that i think if you're tired like, yeah he should help he should he should do it just mm. on a day that you don't feel well or something but mm. Um, and again, it goes back to like what kind of relationship you're in. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're in a relationship where you are really doing everything and you feel like you're a slave right now, then that's not good. Then, yeah, 
you know, pay me for this. <laughs> well, let me get your thoughts on that before I chip in. Yeah. Mm. Can gather my thoughts. It for me, it's it divides now. It's being divided now. So patriarchy comes with money. Living with a man naturally, um, or fa- family, that's nature to me. that's nature to me. Mm. So it's like I feel that when anything that involves money isn't natural. Okay. So if my man has to pay me to that pay me a monthly fee to just to just to clean, cook, what I don't think that's natural because without money back in the days when it never it never existed, mm. it took a village to to grow a child or to be a family, and everybody did play their part. Everybody were able to thank each other by also um, giving them some act of good service as well. Mm. So I feel that it, to be paid for it, it's, I wouldn't mind not being paid as long as he's taking care of us in regards to we have money to shop, we have money to do the necessary. Um, but for him to, for me to expect money from him or from my brother who has a child, um, and I'm looking after his son. I don't expect my brother to pay me. It takes a village to grow a child and I'm here to help. Okay. You know, so yeah. Let's extend this beyond husband and wife or a family of wife, husband and kids. Mm-hmm. Let's look at women in general. Why I come from back in Ghana, you, I don't know if it's the same, but you're not just responsible for your immediate family. You're responsible for your extended family. Let's see your cousins. If your auntie is traveling and she can't take her kids or something, mm-hmm. they could drop them at your end. Mm-hmm. You're not, you don't even have to be a mother. You could be a big sister. So from a very young age, you spend so much hours, and we don't, we don't like, quantify this because we think it's nature. I mean, it's family. Why would I take care of my family? Mm-hmm. But you spend so much time, your entire life, since maybe you become a teenager, your ch- your mom lives with your siblings with you, your extended family. You have to go like wash for your grandmother, do this, do that. Mm-hmm. We see this as acts of love, mm-hmm. but let's let's get real. Don't you think if you use that same time to do something else, you'll be paid what's your worth? I think you're right where you where extended family is concerned. Mm. A little bit, yeah. I think it depends. If it's one day, one off, it's okay. But mm. I think like you, when, you, when you use that example, it kind of reminded me of my auntie. Mm. And um, she's the youngest in my my mom's siblings yeah. um and growing up she basically sacrificed most of her youth to look after all of us yeah. all of our, me and my cousins yeah. um she spent you know after school she'll pick us up from school while my mom would be at work and then you know she'll sometimes do homework or shower us and she done this with all of us and mm. there's like 10 of us yeah. so um she does feel cheated now like she feels like she, a lot of her youth was to us you know mm. that's why I, I love her so much mm. I tell her that all the time mm. because I know that sacrifice that she's made and I feel like um, someone like her should have been paid yeah. well for her sacrifice mm. um, but then like Shimon said like you know you're looking after your son your brother's son for like a few hours or over a night once in a blue moon mm-hmm. I think that's okay but I think prolonged like I just mentioned with my aunt I think that should be mm paid for i agree i think it depends on the person as well because my cousin kept my son for one day and i paid her 70 pounds just mm. i think it just depends on the person mm. and i know my personality mm. i don't like to i think it's also because you know what your cousin probably could have been doing in that time and you know that you're taking a lot out of her time to do Good this you say that so yeah. you, you know that and that's just how it's supposed to be everybody could be doing something else with their mm. time every woman could be doing something instead of like 
cooking for whether mm. it's the son, the husband, whoever. They could bring something else. However, yeah. However, what if, for example, let's say I have my son. Mm. I have my son. Shimon has a son, and I have my son, and he's off to school. I know he's just gonna watch a little TV, do a little reading, have a shower, eat, go to sleep. Mm. And Shimon says, I really need to look after my son for a few hours because I need to do something. For me, it just fits right in my routine. It doesn't take away anything for me to help her because I'm doing mumly stuff anyway. So that doesn't impact my life because I'm really doing it with one. Are you being paid for that mumly stuff? Like, I wouldn't want to be paid for that. However, if I had to go to work Mm. and my son is not home, and someone wanted me to watch their child, then I'll be like, I could be at work making X, Y, Z. So if you want me to do that, it will cost. Because now I have to sacrifice my job. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like if it fits in your routine, like I think that's why you would pay your cousin. And I think that's also why your brother may not want to pay you or you may not want to charge your brother as well because you already have your son. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't have any kids. She's young. She probably could be working. She could be on a date right now. She could be doing lots of things. (laughs) And so you feel like her time is actually more important right now for her. Depends on the person. Yeah. Because no one, not many people think that way. Not many people you come across are considerate in that way. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Some people... Some people's times are ju- are just more precious than others. Let's okay, be real. yeah, that's unfair. But <laughs> that is very unfair, as I'm shooting. But you mentioned routine. You yeah. said it fits into your routine. Yeah. Let's take your routine as a woman, and let's take another man's routine, a random man's routine. Okay. You are the random woman, random man's <laughs> routine. Do you, your routine? Let's say your routine involves you have a son, so it involves you. You have a job as well. You go to work. You come back. You cook for your son. You prepare him for bed. Either if you read him stories, maybe on the weekend you have to play with him, you have to take him out, that kind of stuff. And we take this man's written. Okay, your child's father is still alive. So we take him, his routine. I don't know what his routine is, but it definitely, <laughs> it definitely doesn't involve doing all these things you're doing. Nope. So he has the amount of time you use, whether it's six hours a day, how many, he has that same time to do something else. So if you take the two of you, and let's say everybody is, has the same focus at work, you both are working hard at work to get ahead. Don't you think he will get ahead because you're spending an extra time yep. doing things? Yep. Mm-hmm. That is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is just a step ahead. From, so you don't think you need to be paid for... I don't know who is going to do the pain, whether it's your <laughs> child's father, yeah, the it. state, whoever. But you don't think you deserve to be compensated for the amount of time you spend on your son? Yeah. I think you got a point there. There, <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> Yeah, I think so yeah I think so and again it goes back to like that Love. kind of guy that kind okay. of guy you've been having you have a child with mm. you know what I mean like because I know fathers that have impactful roles like I went I go I take my son to museums a lot and mm. stuff and I see fathers there with their kids mm-hmm. not mums sometimes mm. just the dads with their two kids or their little toddler mm. So therefore, well, I don't know where mommy is. Mommy might not be in a picture. Mm. Or she might be at home working on her little side hustle. Or she might be working. Mm. So I think it 100% depends on who you're with. And I actually saw a TikTok about this as well. Where there was a girl who was saying, like, everyone scared me when I was pregnant. Um, Make sure you get enough sleep. 
da, 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 you, you know your life is going to change almost for the worst like they give her horror stories mm. and I'm not going to lie I, I would have been one of those moms <laughs> because like I swear like my experience was hard yeah. right but then she had her child and she said I've had the best time like mm. you know my husband is amazing and she was like right now he's making me breakfast in bed <laughs> on a Saturday morning That's so nice. it's just so she's so she's basically saying like all of you guys your issue is the partner you chose to have a child with. Okay. And I think that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of men are not ready to have families mm-hmm. and they're having families and then leaving women to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's the issue. Okay. Which again, I think feeds a bit into patriarchy again. It mm-hmm. does. Because it's like, you know, they don't think that that's important. They think it's the woman's role only. Mm-hmm. And again, that kind there of makes the issue. Patriarchy mm-hmm. right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have something to add to that, Shaman? No, I just think it depends on the person. I'm not lying to you. Everybody pays, repays each other differently. I I kept my neighbor's son for uh, one night. That's okay. She called me again. Oh, Shaman, I need you. So important. Please, I beg you. That's okay. <laughs> um, I had to, I was meant to go in the office, but I had to work from home. So the sacrifice was my manager's mad at me, but I'm able to help somebody who needed the help. Mm. And as a Nigerian woman that she is, she repaid me. She invited me over the next day for a meal mm. and she bought me a nice dress. Aww. I'm grateful for that. It didn't have to be so money. Lovely. It just shows me a lot that, okay, you couldn't pay me within physical money, but you paid me by mm. other stuff. Yeah. Mm. That's really nice. Which I'm grateful of. for, yeah. you know? So I don't think, I don't know. It just depends on the person. Yeah. Mm, interesting. It's good to have good people around you. So. True. Yeah. Okay. So let's get back to patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Where let's take the natural of the other things you said. It, let's say the man in the olden days, the man will go hunting, the woman is home, he will come back with a game, she'll make the food. Happy days. Now, the feminists have fought over the year to make sure that women don't just sit home and let the man go out to work, but women also go to work to make their money. But do you think the previous order of things was more good for women? It was more made women more comfortable. Would you rather stay at home and let your husband go out and sweat, do all the dusty jobs and bring the money home just so you can just be a stay-at-home mom and take care of the family? I think it depends, like, what your idea of success is. Mm. you know if you really love money and what you want the money for mm-hmm. I think that's important mm-hmm. yeah Um. I think if you're content how you are like let's say your husband has a beautiful house you're in a you know you have good savings and everything laid out for your future and you're very content and your only role is to just hold down the household I think I think what's the hassle why why go and sweat you know what I mean mm. Um. let him do that <laughs> do you know what I mean but I think if if you're struggling financially mm. you, do, you haven't reached your goals you're not successful you maybe not where you want to be in life um, yeah then okay but and also if you like your job <laughs> like okay. if, if you're passionate about what you want to do like let's say there's something you really want to do mm. and it makes you happy it makes you more happier than being at home then mm. yeah go yeah. okay for me, um, I would say that things have changed drastically over the years. Back then, it made sense because things were cheaper, buying a house was cheaper. Was it though? I think it was. 
the the currency for back then it made sense for the way of living mm. also to add that um a lot of uh, cultures believed were very um traditional a lot of people are tradition back in the day so if you want to marry my daughter i need to see uh where you where you're coming from i need to see i need to know your family you have to introduce me to introduce your partner to your mm. your parents as mm. well i think things are very traditional back then and i feel that parents also chose for us because they knew what they wanted f- the best for their daughter or their their son so i think that now people getting together now and they don't know each other people are struggling this one's struggling people pretending to be who they're not mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but things were, things made sense then and it makes sense now that we are able to work because it's it's exorbitant to buy a house you need two people mm-hmm. you know if two people on 50k a year you need two people <laughs> to buy a house for example and it makes it makes sense now and it made sense back then because we're in two different era so yeah well so we think Pajaki is good for our comfort as women. Back then. Back then. I not now. That, I think now. I think not now. Uh, though, yeah. The ideas women have as yeah. well. Yeah. We have too much ambition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have you seen then. the Barbie movie? I'm going to watch yeah. it soon. It's, you've seen it? Mm-hmm. It does touch on patriarchy a lot. And horses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it touches on that a lot. And I think, oh, I wish you've seen it now because I think that when I watched it last night, I was really happy to know that we have the today session because I really wanted to go in depth on it. But um, ultimately, I just think that um, what I I think the only criticism I had, though, was like I just felt like it it kind of um, it advertised individualism a bit too much. In what sense? Like like you do you and i do me and there's no family have you noticed that did you notice that there wasn't a push for recreation and like which i appreciate because i think what we've come to believe is that it has to be me and him but what the movie is saying is there's me and there's him yeah i agree with that who he is by himself i have to know who i am by myself yeah but did you notice when he was like, oh, can I live here? Can we live together? She was like, never. Like, almost yeah. like, never. Like, and I, I, that I didn't agree with because it's like, so what? You're just going to be single forever? You're just not going to have kids? You just She didn't know what she wanted. She no, wanted I know. To, yeah. I get, I get the short term vision of it. I get it. I mm. love it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I love it. But like the long term, what are you, how do, how are you going to now? incorporate that now because that that is actually where it's the most important if that makes sense like yeah know yourself love yourself be successful Mm. great and then what you don't think women can be that's all a woman could want in life just no but if you're saying all women because remember it didn't say some are gonna get married didn't remember it didn't show that and the one pregnant lady it showed yeah which no one liked her (laughs) so it's showing you that you need to be single, pretty, free, and like successful. I wish one had watched it so I could get your thoughts on it. Because from how yeah. I see it, I feel Margot Robbie, obviously, as Barbie, she didn't know what she wanted. Everybody, there was Barbie president, Barbie author. They no, knew- no married Barbie, remember? No, no married Barbie. Which which I really liked for the movie because <laughs> the movie, yeah. they are trying to say it's not. It doesn't always have to be about men. Do not always have to be in the picture. Women. They weren't in the picture at all. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I didn't mind it. 
but I just didn't like the fact there weren't various versions of Barbie in that aspect. Okay. Do you so get you what I mean? Married Barbie in there. That would have been good. Okay. Because if they if they displayed married Barbie in a healthy way mm. that was empower empowered. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like empowered married Barbie, empowered married mom. Okay. 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 I think I get yes. where you're coming from. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. It was just empowered single Barbie. Okay. So Sing empowered single lawyer, empowered single this, empowered single president. And we kind of don't like men. We don't want to live with them at all. Mm. And that was very feministic. And it was a bit too radical. A little bit radical. <laughs> that, was, that was my only... Because I loved it. <laughs> but, and I think, but I think that men are still pivotal in the picture. And it just... The movie showed that you're not important at all. Which is empowering for women. You know? Mm. It's empowering for us to say, yeah, that's right. We don't need you guys and we don't like you and we don't want to live with you and we can be good all by ourselves. And you go over there. I saw it from a different angle. I saw it in a way where they're trying to show women that you do not always have to. Because if we have been real with ourselves, our everyday life at the back of the mind, we have men at the back of our minds. I'm telling you. We have them at the back Literally. of it. No matter how we pretend yeah. to be busy, focus on life, and prove it ourselves. There is this guy at the back of your mind yeah. you're always thinking Is about. it unnatural, though? It's not unnatural. But if you're being real, you can tell it hinders the kind of things you do. Like, it hinders your progress. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, I agree that it shouldn't be, like, all we think about. <laughs> of course not. But I think, I just, I don't know. Like, I love the movie. Like I said, I love the idea. I'm I'm a woman and I'm, I want to be successful, mm. you know. I want to be successful. I would never want a man to tell me I can't work. I can't achieve my dreams. That's not kind of woman I am. So I relate with the with the Barbies. Okay. <laughs> I relate with the Barbies. Okay. But I just didn't like. I just didn't like the complete. We don't like men. I just didn't like that. Shimon, you're gonna have to watch that movie and no, yeah, I would like to do thoughts on it. It's but good though. It sounds like an agenda though, as they've been pushing over the, the past years. So if we're gonna break that down and find the root cause of this mm. is because they destroyed the family structure over the years. They want more people to work to pay more taxes. Mm. That's that's the agenda that I've literally observed from articles that I read, YouTube that I've watched around the family structure, mm. the government and everything, etc. So I feel that it's agenda that they're pushing mm. and they see that more women don't need men. Yeah. And that's great. More women that. working, more taxes, more money coming into us. Oh, you so are taking it from my economical angle. I am. Yeah, I, that's how I see. And they have broken the family down. Many generations. Well, even in the UK, though. Yeah. You yeah. know, like in the UK, it's more profitable to be a single mother. True. You know that, right? For the States. It's more profitable. Even if, if you were you, married, if you were married, you have like less tax. Yeah, you, you pay don't. less tax. You don't pay less tax. You d- combine. You can share. You can yeah, combine. Okay. You pay less tax as a couple. Okay. Yeah. But it's like, it's like it's almost more like recommended to be single. Rather. In a way, yeah, I think so. No, I think if you people like push to get married, not because they're in love, but just because they want to. We had, now like we'll be talking about sex, sex and and someone's spoke about mm. they will get married for the tax break mm. like when you're married you pay less taxes you don't have okay. to when you're living alone you pay rent for your place when yeah. you're together you come together to pay 
maybe half half so individually you have like more money in your pocket so mm. if you have joint accounts or whatever so it's more beneficial but for it's more you. expensive in terms of child care and stuff though yeah yeah so do we think we can fully fight patriarchy where men are according to barbie we can okay <laughs> <laughs> I feel I like we can only fight it if women are empowered in regards to we support each other because mm. as you said earlier on men are very social yeah. they will more try to get he, his friend which is a male colleague the promotion over a female but f- when it comes to female competitive and that's why patriarchy is always going to continue yeah. unless we change our mindset as women to be as social and as empowering as the men are and that's why men are always going to be the head because they they bring each other up they literally do Mm. literally you know so I think that it's going to exist until the women change their mindset you know a woman will be successful she she, if if I'm successful in regards to okay I can create employment I'm going to employ more people of my culture from my culture and more people um, who are a female um, that's where it begins. Mm. You know, that's where it literally begins. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. So, do you guys, even in my team, I'm the only young female and I'm the only black uh, female in my team. And I feel that it, there's competition because they feel because they're men. Men use the ego a lot. You know, they feel like they're better than you, etc., etc. Mm. So, that also falls within it in regards to like, um, my manager is a female. I knew she felt she fought for me. I knew because she did say that I, I was making sure that I was willing. I really wanted you on our team. Mm. That's important. That was so important to hear that back because I thought my manager would. Well, her manager also was within the interview would have chose a male. Yeah. Because the 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 the, the next two recruitments that they done within my team were mm. males. Okay. And he made the choice. Yeah. You know? And men have the power. They're gonna hold the power until. Yeah, women are not mm. using emotions. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. And how the next girl makes her feel such. Okay. Yeah. How about the state? How is the state going to help us as women get out there? We've spoken about childcare and stuff. Do you think if they came in and give us some things, it will help us in the long run? Yeah, I think they have though, which is good. Like, you know, I was able to go back to work sooner because even though it was a lot very expensive for me, um, just knowing I can get a little help, mm. like, that helped me go back yeah. to work sooner. Yeah. Um, things like that is quite cool. Again, when you're married, I'm not sure how it works. I think it's very expensive <laughs> because, like, I have a I have a colleague who she's married, but it doesn't financially benefit her and her husband mm. for her to go back to work. So mm. she's not, she can't go back to work full time. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas for me, it, it I just choose not to be full time, but <laughs> I could if I wanted yeah. to. And um, yeah, so I think in terms of how the state can make it better, if we're talking about schools as well, mm. I think that's quite kind of key mm. in terms of like you know they're doing it already, like you know um, STEM, like girls who code, mm-hmm. these types of stuff, like mm. to get girls in tech and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really good initiatives to get uh, more females in different fields because right now as well, 
it's still very like women are very much in very administrative roles mm. they're not really dealing with the tech or the science and and that's where it's mainly male predominate um dominated mm. um so if we get women into those into those spaces that will definitely help in the long run Thank we'll you. see it in generations to come yeah Shimon. yeah exactly <laughs> what i was trying to say yeah exactly Okay. This is whole, you know, the whole uh, woman in tech. Um, yeah, that little culture thing yeah, that's going yeah, yeah. on. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Girls who code. Yeah, yeah. I love seeing yeah, on TikTok yeah, yeah. and stuff. So yeah. yeah, it's good. Yeah. Well, autism. This is where we come to the end of our conversation today on Pichaki. We've looked at the household and we've looked at work. Thank you for listening.